Welcome to the Hitting Turbulence Podcast, a place where we discuss the beautiful ups and downs of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Dr. Jade Gary, but just call me Jade. I'm a course creation expert and an intuitive business mentor. I help women package up their brilliance into impactful courses, programs, webinars, videos, and more. But we dive so much deeper by tapping into my intuitive and spiritual gifts. I love helping women harness their power and potential by connecting more deeply with themselves via tarot, crystals, pendulums, and other powerful tools. I'm so excited that you are tuning in to this episode. So lots of different crazy things that most people in the world don't have to know about unless you're in healthcare, so. (laughs) Right, but it's like something that really impacts us because I think about, um, because, you know, we just moved like seven-ish months ago, so it's new doctors, new everything, and you have to fill out all this paperwork that's privacy paperwork, like who can get your information, who who, yeah, consent, and a lot of talk about... um, like how your information is shared and things like that. So I think often that is paperwork we all just fill out without even thinking about it because what are we going to do? Not go to the doctor? Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I'm up here in Canada, so I I can't tell you the number of times that we actually receive, um, you know, consent forms that say HIPAA all over it, which HIPAA is not in Canada at all, yeah. we have laws like HIPAA, but it will clearly say HIPAA. So obviously someone's taken the form from uh, the actual like HIPAA website or another American uh, template. Because in the States, we have HIPAA that really informs all the privacy laws kind of at, well, to my not so super understanding, but semi understanding at large for the States, where in Canada, it's more state or province based, right? That's right. Correct. Yeah. So, and I feel like each country is so different. And even in Canada, I think each province has three different legislations around privacy. So it it just gets really messy and complicated and no one in the privacy world right now knows everything about everything. So uh, definitely lots to learn in that sphere if anyone's ever interested. Yeah. So what does it look like when you're consulting to do this? Yeah, so it, it takes a lot of research, research, mm-hmm. um, asking questions from clients and others in like fields. And, and sometimes you might approach it from one direction and it seems right at the time. And then you interpret another piece of legislation and you're like, mm, maybe we should change course a little bit. So it definitely requires a lot of flexibility and <laughs> there's no way you can do this type of work on your own. Um, it takes all heads being put together across different platforms. So yeah, definitely kind of segues into the topic today. Yeah. So do you feel like when you're thinking about that, I'm sure it's consulting with other health information professionals to try and understand how it's being interpreted, how people are applying it, but how does that work in your business? Like, do you consider yourself a solo entrepreneur and you're kind of in your own headspace all the time or what does that look like? 
Yeah, so I definitely consider myself um, as a sole proprietor when it comes down to the paperwork, yeah. but I'm very much a sole, like a collaborator. Like we, we need to collaborate in order to be effective. At first, when I first started my business, I was like, oh, it's just me. I'm self-employed. I don't want any stress or drama of other people. I don't want to deal with other people. Quickly realized that you cannot do this alone and you're not an island <laughs> and it's okay to like let others into your space. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that's so important because especially when you're working for your and I'm assuming it's like this for you too, like a supportive spouse and everything, but they don't always understand like what you're doing and what's going on and they can only talk out so much with you um and so you need someone who can be a little bit more in it who understands what's going on and I think that's sometimes what happens with so entrepreneurs are so in their own head and have no one else to really talk it out with that understands what's going on it can make it really tricky yeah. And I think those are the people that usually, um, last for maybe like a year or so. And they're like, Oh no, I, I would rather go back to the traditional team. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have a giant team. Um, even though no one technically works with me when I do my consulting, it's, I have the people that I can tap into and say, Hey, I'm struggling with this, like this client, or how do I deal with this? And say, you know, have you had experiences with that? And if you don't have that network, it, you will crumble so fast. That's what I learned. I started to feel so isolated. And then I had people wanting to collaborate with me. And I took a chance and said, yes, let's do it. I don't know how it will look. And our businesses, like my business never matches up with anyone. Right. But I have grown so much by allowing other people into my business circle and my circle of learning and um, collaborators. And even like yourself, Jade, um, I never would have thought about my stuff and my course and things like that. So definitely interesting to see how things have evolved and just being very open to allowing others to naturally cross your path. Yeah, I think that's so important because I feel like when I first started in the online space, everybody I was meeting for the most part was someone that was trying to like sell me something, right? Yeah. And so then it created kind of this unequal power structure that I like never asked for, but (laughs) it it doesn't let you actually build connections and relationships with people to really further your business where I find that, you know, my uh, girlfriends all over the world that, you know, maybe I've worked with at some point, maybe we've just connected in various ways. They are some of the most supportive people who can help me see my business differently, even though we're all doing different things. Yeah, that's so true. It's hard. Like you're not going to this co-working space every day and hanging out with your girlfriends there. So it's like, how can you cultivate this kind of supportive community in the online space can be really tricky. That's so true. And you know what they say, you know, in all those surveys that are happening right now in people's workplaces, you'll often see that question. Do you have a best friend at work? I feel like that's the most common one. And most people get stumped on it because it doesn't mean the same thing as a best friend in real life as it does at work work. So, um, when you don't, so apparently that's really important. Right. And I think we can all agree that having someone that you can go to and like 
bounce or vent or whatever it is about work-related things is so important to your mental health and your work-life balance because you don't want to be bringing that stuff at home all the time. Uh, I'm sure our partners are like, no, we're good. Uh, So I think finding, um, even though you are self-employed and this is your space, having someone who's your best friend at work or in your your own business is really important. Yeah. Someone that's not trying to sell something to you either. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And it's like fine if you do some things where like it crosses over and you can help each other out. Like, I think there's so much power, like just like you would turn to your girlfriend for advice. It's very similar, Um, but it makes for this nice balance. So do you have any tips for people when they're trying to establish whether it's um, you know, finding their like business BFF or finding yeah. people they can network or connect with that they can really grow together with? Absolutely. So really, I looked into other people who are doing the same kind of thing as me, who are around the same maturity level of growth. That was a really good stepping point. You know, they've been around for about a year when I first started looking, but like not doing it full time, still dabbling in other work. Uh, So just having that kind of same playing ground, but then also having some other people in your circle who are more on the mentor side, Mm -hmm. who are willing to mentor you, who have the capacity and most people don't. And you know what? It can be a silent mentor. Maybe you follow someone, uh, maybe on social media, things like that. But I've also found really good um, opportunity in joining networking groups. There's a ton of networking groups, especially for if you say women Mm -hmm. or maybe if it was like an individual um, community, it was like a BIPOC community or something like that. I think it's very important that you reach out to a community that you find safety in. If you feel like you can trust um, a group of women over like a diverse group, uh, maybe that's what you want. I definitely find that a lot of um, people in my field are um, men. So it's definitely mm-hmm. important to me to have some feedback of other women. So I think that's really valuable. That being said, I definitely have a lot of other um businesses who are run by guys as well. So it's very important that I have their take on it and maybe we have different approaches. And um, I think that when you are also young and raising a family, that might change um, your dynamic too of what you can balance. So it really depends on your uh, individual uh you know, comfort levels. So if you are finding that you are feeling alone, I highly recommend checking out social networking groups. There's a ton of free like networking things where they meet online. Maybe they're just a post group or you do posts, maybe they do lives, things like that. Uh, They might even meet in person right now too. So yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of cool like co-working things. Um, I've had a few friends who are really involved in like BIPOC groups and like coaching spaces. And it seems like they do work really hard to cultivate community by doing some of that co-working and happy hours, which I think is so important because that was something I realized um, a few months ago with like my own feed. It was very dominated by other women that looked like me. And there's (laughs) so much more in the business space. And so I'm glad that people are making those communities like that because it's needed like because it's so easy to fall into you know that echo visual echo chamber I guess is kind of what I was seeing um and so it can be hard sometimes to find those communities that you identify with I've even seen 
like LGBTQIA like networking groups. And so it seems like they can get really niche um, to help with not only your business, but things that could be impacting both your business and your personal life because um, we're so multifaceted. Absolutely. And I think that's so important. And I mean, there's going to be so many times where you have to also remember to not look at things for how is this financially going to benefit me with my time? Because we all know our time is so limited, Mm -hmm. but it's not always money that is beneficial. Um, Sometimes it is having that community or it is tapping into another group of people. And you never know where those relationships are going to go. Once you build that level of trust and they say, Hey, I know a person who is like, they're my work BFF uh, or my networking person. They are phenomenal. Um, And even through your group, Jade, I've been able to, um, you know, think about, oh, you know, maybe that person would be great for, I need a VA or Mm -hmm. I know someone who needs one or something like that. Or, oh, I need to do some marketing on my course. I want to grab someone who can I trust? Let's pull someone from your community. So I think that's very important. And you're not just stuck at like Googling everything. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. And I think that is so beneficial. Um, like Megan that you met through, um, uh, my program, the course compass, like she's one of my like business BFFs that I met through another program. Um, and, uh, it's nice because having those people who are different from what you do can give you those referrals out. And it helps because you already know it's someone that is trusted by someone else you trust, you know, it's that sometimes you don't get that word of mouth. Like you can go to your neighbor and be like, what plumber should I yeah. <laughs> call? It's, it's not, it's not that easy for us. Yeah. No, so, no. So niche. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And so it's cool because it can build that too. And a lot of people do even, um, I know some like referral partnerships, a lot of creatives do that because their work can be just so different um, that they need that constant referral basis. Yeah, absolutely. So it obviously, like you said, it needs to depend on your type of work. Yeah. But in our sphere, it's very unique where you it's all word of mouth. Like I do a lot of advertising, but I found my advertising wasn't wasn't useful or my energy wasn't best spent there because it was word of mouth and people are spending a lot of money on our services. So it's very important that they know that they can trust someone. So I think these networking groups are gold and, but it's very important also to go into them, not thinking, oh, I'm going to cold DM or cold email everyone in the group because that's the quickest way to lose trust and be removed from the group. (laughs) So don't do that. (laughs) When I think about that too, because I often block people like that um, individual I was sharing in my group about like this week or last week, Mm -hmm. you know, I think about that. Like I block these people and their ways might change, but think of how many people they've called DM and got blocked and, you know, really it stops their business from growing and that mentorship and everything else because of some painful approaches that someone's still teaching <laughs> out there. Yeah, exactly. I, it really rubs me the wrong way. Maybe some people like it. Granted, maybe I've had maybe a couple of people here and there who have been like, you know what, that wasn't too bad how they did it. 
or I might just say, Hey, I appreciate this, but I keep my Facebook or whatever Instagram for my personal use. Find me on LinkedIn if you Mm -hmm. really want to connect with me. And usually that weeds them out. So, and they usually say, thank you so much for not blowing me off. (laughs) But then that kind of gives me the opportunity to be like, I really don't like this approach. It's very uncomfortable for me. Um, Not everyone's like that, but it definitely, I hate even like, salespeople at the store which when they're very like on you and like too much information I like hey this is me I'm here to help if you need me I'll be over there <laughs> okay yes. great perfect thanks like when um, I start doing the like visual like <laughs> trying yeah. to get yeah. away <laughs> yeah don't make eye contact don't make <laughs> yeah especially if you're like very introverted or maybe um socially awkward I call myself I am very good at masking but I deep down I'm like oh please don't talk to me please don't yes me. <laughs> yes so yeah no I totally feel that it makes it makes it tricky I because mean, I get people have a job to do um but also you know we're all getting a million messages every day. And I think it's tough. It's just like the junk mail that I think like our parents would complain about that now I complain about. It's the yeah. same thing, but it's coming in on yeah. our, our ways everything. to connect. Yeah, it's exhausting. Yeah, everything. There's an ad on everything. And yeah, it's true. I mean, it's necessary. It's a necessary evil um, <laughs> advertisement. Yes pays for a lot of free services. So, yeah. So how did you start to find, um, like you said, you were looking for other people that were in a similar business position or, um, looking up to mentors that maybe you're not even working with, but you're just learning from what did you find the best way to kind of look for those people? So a couple ways. The first time uh, when I first started my business, I just actually started telling people, hey, I started this business. This is my website. I am probably going to jump into it full time, just waiting for the right time. And they said, hey, I know a person who is looking for someone in this type of work um, and just happened to line up, um, which is nice. So I actually found that happened a few times where I just started telling people that I used to work with or, you know, people who I've become friends with or acquaintance with that I have on my personal social media and things like that, that I consider either friends or mentors and say, Hey, just letting you know, I'm branching out into this. We love your thoughts on my website or just something similar. Like, um, yeah, if you could follow me on there, I'd really appreciate it. And they might connect you with someone because they know who you are and they're like, okay, that person's ready to go into this business world. So let's, let's, let's support them. And you will find so much support from your group that like knows you because they know you're going to kill it. They know you're going to do well. Um, posting like a random ad on social media or like Google (laughs) is not going to tell people that you're trustworthy. So it's definitely, um, really nice to be able to connect with your already established group of friends. I mean, if you know, people are okay with getting a little bit of information, this is not a sell your mascara to everyone, you know, (laughs) this is a, Hey, I'm really passionate about what I'm doing. Would love if you just like check out my website and you know, they're not going to be clients of yours. So you're just mm-hmm. getting their personal feedback, their personal opinion. So definitely is not a 
cold email or cold call. Um, so I definitely think that's very important to actually talk about your business because most people are so nervous and scared of what people will think of them. I know I was like, are they going to think my name of my company is stupid? And, you know, but really it gives you practice also for asking, answering questions. Like, why did you name it that way? I get that asked all the time. Mm -hmm. And why do you, what does your company actually do? I can't tell. Um, And then you mean, you know, okay, I need to make it clearer on my website what I do (laughs) (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. So like that network is really good, but then also um, connecting into other ones like, um, any kind of business or women entrepreneurs also look for local ones. Mm -hmm. I find that super important too, especially if you're a local business. Um, Even if you're based like where you ship virtually everywhere. Um, But if you're locally based out of like one province or one state or even one little town, I'm in a smaller town. Um, So I definitely um, joined the chamber of commerce and they always have business events given COVID the networking has been definitely sparse. Um, But a lot of virtual things are on the go right now with that stuff. So definitely look into that stuff. And I also found um, one of the nice things about Instagram with your business is that you can follow like businesses Mm -hmm. or people who are like your clients. Like for me, it's medical offices and and physicians and things like that. So I'll follow them and they'll give me a whole bunch of recommendations of who else I can follow in that type of business, especially in that type of area. So it's really nice and you can follow and everyone wants to follow back so you can get lots of followers. So it's really nice to be able to do that. And once in a while, you might find someone who's like, hey, I'm doing the same kind of businesses you do want to collaborate I always talk about that then I also use LinkedIn sometimes Mm -hmm. where um, I've had a lot of people who say hey I'm in the same kind of work where I do consulting but I don't do privacy Um, did you want to collaborate and we can shoot work back and forth perfect yes I would love to do that even if it goes nowhere or you're not sure take those calls take those chats have the conversations Uh, I think it's very important yeah, take the ah, chance. You might as well. I think that's mm-hmm. it's easy when you're, you know, working your own business to get kind of in that bubble, like we were already talking about. But mm-hmm. taking those moments where it's truly people wanting to network and collaborate are so important because you don't know where those are going to lead. And they mm-hmm. can just be really powerful, even if it's not the same niche. Like I'm really lucky. Um, two of my neighbors, like right there, also are running businesses, one full-time. Yeah. And one kind of in the same way that I am where I'm, she's still working and doing both. Um, but it's really cool. Yeah. Because we can just talk about that kind of stuff and it's totally different businesses, like 100%, -hmm. but it's nice that there are other people that are like right there that you can like just say, can we get a bottle of wine and just like, yeah. How There's your happy hour. Yes. You're in, you're in stumbling distance. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, can we just talk about how painful writing proposals is? And yeah. yeah. How much time and no payout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for exactly. sure. For sure. I love that. I love that you have that ability to even just connect with those around you. And that's, I think, 
something people don't notice is that many of the people in your life already have a small business or side hustle. Yes. You just might not know about it. (laughs) Yes. Like it's gotten so popular and I feel like so many people are trying to pursue more of their passions or, you know, they found that they really didn't like what they were doing during all of the COVID situation or that's a huge thing like that. Um, but I loved what you were talking about with your kind of like real life friends and real life family, you know, the people that you really interact with sharing and talking about it. Cause I think that is sometimes this weird thing for people. They're like, you know, I don't know how to support cause I'm not a client or anything like that, but that word of mouth, just liking a post or referring. Yes. So, that's so big. So big. Join my community. You don't have to do anything or say anything. Just like things once in a while. That would be so helpful for me. Yes. Um, yeah. Like that's so important. It can be like your grandma <laughs> who does that. It doesn't even have, or your friend's grandma. It doesn't have to be someone who is genuinely a client, but that stuff in the beginning is so, so important um just yes. to have that conversation I think just having also a cheerleading group in the background is so phenomenal yes and people don't realize like how much it touches you like I already feel emotional like talking about it but um one of my best friends passed away last year um and she used to always like my post she you know just any kind of interaction no matter what it was and um her mom's kind of taken that role on. Um, Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry to hear that. My sister went through the similar thing recently and gosh, it's hard, but and notice those things, right? Those are the little things that were so big and you didn't even realize at the time. So yes. Yes. And it just, when I see her mom do that, it just, it like melts my heart a little all the time. And I see her mom do it for a few other businesses that her friends had as well. And it's just those little things like that. Like you don't even realize sometimes how much of an impact it's making. Um, But for the small business owner, it's huge. It's something they'll always remember. Yeah. And especially since um, everything is running off of algorithms right now I don't even think the people that are doing it know how much is helpful but it's just nice to say hey here not not helping other any other way but I'm here I hear you I see you it's keep hustling yes Yes. keep hustling like it's so important yeah Ah, this has been such a wonderful conversation about how important it is to have people in your corner and in your community just supporting and having things to talk about. Do you have any final thoughts on the subject you'd like to share? I think for me personally is just allowing yourself to be open and don't close off like I thought I was going to do right in the beginning. (laughs) Especially a lot of people start businesses because they're leaving really toxic workplace environments or, you know, whatever health issues and, you know, lean on other people is so important and you will open doors that you never thought you would even imagine opening and you will learn and grow from each other. So highly recommend um, getting out there. And if you ever um, need someone to join in your group, you know, I I'll join your group. 
Oh, that's so sweet. Look, look me up. I'll join your group. I'll like your posts. So yes, we're going to leave all of the ways people can connect with you in the show yeah. notes. Um, we've got your Instagram here. So I'll make sure that we get it there so people can connect with Fantastic. you and give you some love as well. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thanks, Jade. I always appreciate the, the love and the mentorship and the support. Of course. Thanks for being here. This was such a great conversation. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend. You as well. <laughs> Bye. Bye.